0: How do you automate shipping across your marketplaces, Amazon, and the website? One of my favorite solutions is joining our podcast today to talk about ShipStation. My name is Stephen Pope, and this is the My Amazon Guy podcast. This podcast is sponsored by Alpha Ravenhouse. If you want to triple your daily sales by ranking your product to the top page of one at 10% of the usual cost, getting verified reviews along the way, they're your solution. Check them out at alpharavenhouse.com. All right. I'm now joined by Cody uh, Darm. I'm butchering your name. I'm so sorry. Cody, how do you say your
1: last name? Uh, I like it your way. You made me sound much fancier than <laughs> I actually am. Cody And Thanks so much I for should, having
0: me. I should have practiced that three more times before bringing you on. Thanks, thanks for your, uh, your spirit on that, Cody. So, Cody, you're the sales director at ShipStation. Uh, and as I understand it, you were one of the first 20 employees at ShipStation. And now the rest is history.
1: Yeah, I was, I was lucky enough they brought me on when there was, I don't know, 20, 25 or so of us. We were working out of a house here in Austin, Texas. Uh, things have, have gone well since then, and uh, it's been a pleasure to be along for the ride.
0: Well, cool. I appreciate you joining me today. So I, as I understand it, since COVID, ShipStation's been busier than ever. Can you tell me what's going on?
1: Yeah, spot on there. Certainly not to, to profiteer off of all of this, but this has definitely uh, drastically accelerated the shift to e-commerce that, that we've seen. specific to Amazon, we've been working with a ton of merchants who, frankly, have found themselves in a bit of a bind as it comes to, to FBA and getting their orders out the door. So uh, interesting challenge to, to solve. Been fortunate to be able to help a lot of them out, but we've seen a ton of merchants that are looking for solutions to get their orders out the door quickly, especially if they were used to relying on FBA to to handle all of that for them. So it's been uh, really interesting to have these conversations over the the last couple of months. Uh, A lot of merchants who were used to having that outsourced are kind of learning on the fly to, to get orders out the door. It's been pretty commonplace for us to have merchants Call us up and say, "Hey, I've got a, a thousand orders that I needed to get out the door yesterday." Wow! What do I? What do I do? A thousand, geez Louise! And you're like, "Well, good
0: luck." I, well, I've got a solution, <laughs> but man, a thousand orders—that's you're going to be staying late tonight. <laughs> oh, yeah, exactly. Um, so, so Amazon is kind of back to normal. It's not quite. Uh, you know, I I uh, am in the weeds myself because I, I side hustle my own brand just to keep my skills sharp. And you know, I I use ShipStation. Uh, I'm a, I'm I'm also a relatively new adopter of your platform. And quite frankly, it was so easy. I figured it out in a single day. Props to you guys. And I'm fully automated with Etsy, Walmart, eBay, and side orders right now. And I think that's where everyone who's listening to this call wants to be. A um, couple of couple of talking points before we talk about like how you guys actually automate. Uh, what what's been the talking points? What have consumers been saying to you? With, you know, even now, today's May 28th, when we're shooting this podcast, there's still kind of a little bit of delays on FBA shipping. Is that still kind of impacting your base?
1: Yeah, so we, we've had a really interesting perspective on FBA because we were one of the first platforms like ours to to actually integrate with FBA to where, as you mentioned, you can take multi-channel orders and still have them them routed through. So because of that, we probably have a disproportionate amount of merchants that we work with that do rely on FBA for for orders beyond just you know Amazon. And so we have had merchants, uh, of course, earlier on in in COVID reaching out saying like, hey, I, my goods are, are non-essential. I just heard from Amazon. That they're not going to be accepting these um, from me for the foreseeable future. What do I do? Then uh, it's been pretty commonplace for us to have those merchants who maybe for the first time had to bring 100% of their fulfillment in-house. Um, I think for a lot of them, it probably seemed much scarier than it actually uh, was. And once they, they got a tool like ours in place and kind of got their feet under them, maybe they realize like hey, I can actually probably handle a little bit more of this than I thought and maybe it's gonna be uh, you know a little bit more profitable for me that way. And then just like you mentioned, you know, the, the merchants that are selling elsewhere or maybe their goods aren't essential, even though they're back to where they can still uh, you know ship their goods to FBA now and, and maybe they can get back to starting to rely on them. It's not at the, the level of turnaround that their customers historically, historically expected from them. And so, you know, even though everybody knows things are a little bit different right now, that still doesn't necessarily mean that your consumer is going to be really excited about, you know, waiting two, three weeks to, to get their shipment. So that's kind of the, the thin line that we see a lot of the merchants that we work with walking right now. Trying to manage, you know, oftentimes more orders than ever because of the current environment, but then also trying to, to keep that turnaround time down, and so that's what we've had uh, probably the the bulk of our conversation centering around.
0: Makes sense, and I I still have a couple of orders that are two weeks old sitting in my FBA queue, and ShipStation is tracking everything. And um, the moment the tracking becomes available, ShipStation takes that tracking and puts it right into those platforms like Etsy. So I. I, I've been very impressed with the platform. I've, I've shot a couple of videos on YouTube where I set up tutorials on how to automate. So let's talk about automation. Uh, obviously, automation saves time and money. Tell me more.
1: <laughs> Perfect lead in there. Yeah. So I mean, what, what we most frequently find is it's not rocket science, right? But it's that someone starts a business and they get a couple of orders and they're like, okay, I'm going to go to the post office or print one label at a time. And that works for a little bit. And then Slowly build, and then six months from now, it's it's you know like what we were describing. All of a sudden, they look up like one day they realize, hey, you know, I'm, I'm six months in, I've got way more orders than I started with, and you know, now that I think about it, I'm I'm spending a few hours each day copying and pasting or or going back to the the post office worse yet. Um, So obviously, you know, with, I would say probably 15 minutes or so set up, you should be able to cut all of that out. No problem. Um, But then the other one I'd say that's probably a little less obvious is the the merchants that are maybe occasionally making a mistake on how they ship it out, shipping with maybe a more expensive service than they need to um, maybe occasionally having, you know, a, a picking error where they've got the actual wrong item going out. Um, those are maybe the, the more hidden costs that we see merchants eliminating as well. Um, so definitely saving time by not you know, clicking the same thing over and over or, or printing one label at a time, but then also just mistake proof in your business so that it's, it's not just relying on you doing the, the right thing every time and, and you're really reducing those accidental overspends. So
0: you've, you've got some people who are wondering, how do I get started? So what's step one?
1: Yeah, sure. Of course, uh, You know, shipstation.com, there's going to be a link at the top to, to try it free. Uh, that's a, a really easy way to get going. just takes an email address. But aside from there, as soon as you log in, you're going to be prompted to connect your your channels, right? So we integrate with more than anybody else in our space. That's kind of how we, we got our start and got our traction in this area. Um, but on average, it's going to take you about two minutes or so to, to plug in your channel where you're actually that, taking That orders. is
0: not an overestimation, by the way, guys. I found that to be true. It's really as simple as, as Cody's making it out to sound like. Um, so, so easy, easy channel integration. You click a couple of buttons, they're connected. So that's step one. Uh, what's step two? Maybe it is, is it just automatically automated or is there a couple more things to get done?
1: Yeah, sure. So as far as the, the channel goes, that's, that's really the, the biggest thing that you have to do when it comes to terms of setup. You'll have a similar kind of prompt when it comes to how you want to ship. We have merchants on both ends. So we'll have some that come to us specifically to take advantage of our kind of in-house carrier options that are discounted. We'll have others that may be power sellers that have had their own, you know, account with the carrier for years and they want to use those negotiated rates instead. Uh, Either way works. You just plug it in. Go ahead.
0: And then you also have the multi-channel fulfillment guys like me, uh, shipping out of Amazon FBA. And, and so to do that, you just set up a carrier in the account and then select that as your, your option, uh, and go from there. So yeah, that makes sense. Uh, and then, Store syncing um, is that how easy is it to get that done?
1: Yeah, sure. So uh, essentially, as easy as once the customer checks out, that order data can import into ShipStation. I would say uh, you don't have to do it this way, but a lot of the merchants, especially multi-channel merchants that I work with, once they've done the setup that, that we just talked through, it takes you know five minutes or so, they're essentially treating ShipStation as their their e-commerce home base. Oftentimes, because you will have you know all of your orders in one view. So uh, as far as that goes, uh, it's it's automated. Uh, there's a one-click import, so orders automatically show up. You don't have to jump back and forth. You don't have to. Copy and paste addresses, no manual entry or anything like that. Uh, Customer places an order, you're going to see that info in ShipStation.
0: One of the coolest things that I was surprised by when I went through my ShipStation setup is the reporting and the dashboard. I wasn't expecting this, and I didn't realize how much I value it because now that, you know, if you're selling on so many different platforms and you want to get like one report, there's many tools out there that can, like, yeah, sure, you got 500 bucks here on eBay today, 200 on Etsy, and 100 on Walmart or whatever. But that's kind of part of your core service. You're pulling in that info anyway, so you don't need another tool to do that. Um, so that was kind of a cursory find that I was surprised by.
1: Yeah, Uh yeah, spot on. I would say not that many people maybe sign up for us because that's what they're looking for. And it's kind of like you mentioned, pleasantly surprised because you do have one consolidated view of all of your channels. Uh, Specifically on our side, and this is a a nerdy thing to get excited about, but the one that I always point to that I think is especially cool is our our shipping cost breakdown. So it's gonna give you a real time across all of your channels comparison of what your customer is paying you for shipping versus what you actually paid the the carrier. So in real time- Yeah, in real time, you're getting a, a net value on either, you know, how much you're out of pocket, you know, this day, week, month on your shipping costs, or maybe it's the inverse. Maybe it's actually a bit of a, a profit center for you. You get all of that in, you know, one, one very straightforward, easy to read report. So
0: uh, one, one question people might be asking is, so do you actually fulfill my item? Do you touch my item? Are you physically shipping it?
1: Oh, yeah, we get that one. We get that one a lot. So uh, no, I I don't think you would want me driving your delivery truck or packing up your boxes. We're here in Austin, Texas, and we're pretty good at software, but we don't physically touch goods. Now, believe it or not, we actually do have a number of 3PL partners that actually run their entire warehouse operation off of a a ship station account. So if it's someone that is looking for a provider at that point, obviously, we're we're pretty well connected in this space. So we do have a, a network of providers that we may refer people into. But no, we're, we're here to hopefully make people's lives easier by bringing all of these providers into to one place and then kind of taking all the thought out of it so that the right thing happens every time.
0: Cool beans, I, I, I think it's a great software tool that you have um, and it's definitely made my life easier. I used to, you know what I did before? So I manually keyed them in and uh, multi-channel fulfillment, manually keying into Amazon's FBA system, uh, prone to error and six or seven minutes per order and now i literally don't even click a button it just automatically happens it's like magic so
1: <laughs> yeah that's that's the end goal that we're trying to get everyone to we, we set it up with the business rules that are right for you you know a lot of merchants will, will base their shipping decisions on a lot of different criteria but we help you build that in pretty straightforward if this then that logic you don't have to be a developer or no code or anything like that and with uh, you know 10 15 minutes uh, of setup you've got this really powerful system that, uh, you know, a a Fortune 500 company might use to run their fulfillment operation to to power, you know, your business.
0: And you guys are integrated with a lot of different site uh, infrastructures. My favorite Shopify, but I noticed that you guys are integrated with many others. You want to just kind of shoot off four or five of the website softwares you guys are integrated with?
1: Yeah, interestingly enough, that's kind of uh, the, the genesis of ShipStation. Prior to, to ShipStation proper, we were, we were actually Octane, which at the time was the, the highest rated shipping app for eBay power sellers. And a lot of those customers came to us and said, like, hey, this is great, but I'm starting to sell in more and more places. Of course, this is back, you know, 2009, 2010. Sure. And uh, the light bulb kind of went off. We had these, you know, brilliant developer founders. They said, hey, we can, we can write integrations. So they started coding to Magento, WooCommerce, Shopify, uh, all of the the major players at this point, uh, we have north of I believe 150 integrations. So at this point, just about anywhere you sell online and however you want to ship stuff out, we should be able to integrate to it. But yeah, as you touched on, you know the the obvious popular integrations for us, uh, or maybe a, a typical stack that a merchant may be running with ShipStation would be, you know, selling on Amazon, Walmart, eBay. They're listing on all the different marketplaces, but then maybe they also manage uh, a handful of of their own brands and and sites that they run off of Shopify or or WooCommerce or, or Magento
0: so we've hit we've hit home on automation so I'm going to switch subjects next so since you've been with ShipStation and seen it kind of evolve I you know this is kind of a curiosity question what was the most interesting development in your opinion you mentioned going from eBay to multiple channels I'm sure you'll probably answer with that and then what were the biggest challenges that you guys had to overcome
1: yeah, sure. Great question. Uh, obviously, you know, prioritizing the the integrations was an interesting one because, of course, you know, everybody wants you to connect to, to everything, and they, of course, all think their channel's the Board. most important, important <laughs> one. Of course, so so being strategic about which ones could could help the, the largest number of merchants, you know, most quickly. Um, that's that's always an interesting puzzle to solve as well. But then, as we got into that, we started to hear from merchants that, kind of like I touched on, they they started more and more to treat, treat ShipStation as their their home base. And so it was interesting to see kind of what the next step was aside from just generating labels, you know, how else can we help merchants since this is increasingly becoming their, their home base. And so that evolved into, you know, integrating with tools outside of just uh, selling channels or or shipping. So at this point, we have a lot of merchants that, for example, may plug us into, you know, their accounting platform to to keep all of this data syncing around. Um, Obviously not so much for, for Amazon, but for uh, multi-channel merchants, they may rely on ShipStation to handle all of their customer communications. We integrate with tools like MailChimp and things like that. Um, big step forward for us is definitely when we invested heavily in the actual customer communication piece. Uh, the pay, hey, your email is shipped, here's your tracking number. Again, I know 2020, that probably sounds like a, a given, but we were uh, among the first to, to make that a really branded, consistent experience that, that helped drive repeat sales for uh, for merchants that were, you know, selling direct off of the marketplaces. So I'd say those are kind of the, the big inflection points. And then uh, obviously since I've been around as well, we've we've evolved to, to help merchants in the European and Australian markets as well. So uh, totally different ball game over there. Very similar challenges, but every locality comes with, with its own challenges and things to learn. So that's been especially interesting as so, well.
0: So let's talk about international. So right now is a weird time to be in international shipping. Uh, very challenging, I would Venture to guess. It's not one that I would say I'm a pro at. Uh, You know, we typically rely upon getting inventory into an FBA center and let them deal with it. And that and customs and taxes. Oh, that's a headache. So what's what's your perspective on international and how can you how can you help people with that?
1: Yeah, sure. So I don't disagree with anything you just said, but I will I will say that we have a lot of merchants that may have just avoided it altogether. They, they think it's just this impossible thing to, to surmount. They're going to stick with domestic. They're not messing with it. Uh, we typically educate on that because we can automate, uh, again, not to keep going back to that, but we can automate the, the customs forms, automatically sign documents, uh, even electronically transmit them when applicable. So what seemed like this just you know black box of don't know what I don't know, I'm trying to ship outside of the, the U.S., um, really comes to the point where, uh, you know, an international order processing, that's going to work largely similar to, to getting an order out that needs to go, you know, across town. So, uh, again, I would say add maybe five minutes of setup on top of the, the 10 or 15 that, that you impressive. mentioned when you're setting up your account, and you can have, uh, you know, 99% of your international uh, geographies covered. With with the way we have it handled, so um, you know, interestingly enough, we're not just ingesting addresses; we're, we're actually getting a lot of the order information. Uh, so you know, you'll have line items, you'll have weights, you'll have skus that all import uh, as well. And so what that means is that we can pull from that information to automatically generate customs forms, to populate your dec- declarations, things along those lines. And so uh, it's not just a you know an address or or uh, you know maybe a customer name for an order from your website. You're getting all of this order information and then that's all power to, to further automate and streamline this process
0: so I think that the solutions you're offering on international are probably way under and I bet a lot of people would find value from that so uh, I wish you the best of luck developing that out and getting more people to sign up for it it's gonna be a challenge I would guess to say but very worthwhile um, okay cool so uh, you're probably neutral on which carriers to use and stuff like that. Um, I've seen FedEx in the news of late. They're kind of a a group of contractors and that's why Amazon kind of moved away from it. And I'm going to guess you're going to be neutral on this, but, uh, you have any opinions on carriers or any insight on, you know, what people should ship with?
1: Yeah, sure. So I do, I do have an opinion there. My opinion is that you should never put all of your eggs in one basket. So Great that's opinion. that's my recommendation. Is that regardless of your preference, everybody's different. We have merchants that may have longstanding relationships with one carrier or another, but the I would say the biggest mistake that I see merchants doing is just hey, they started out shipping with provider X or provider Y, and they never thought about it again, or they never went back and negotiated rates, or they just ship it all that way because it's it's easy. Uh, The merchants I see really having the most success on this front are the merchants that may do something as simple as saying, hey, if a customer requests or pays for expedited shipping, I want that to automatically go with this service. So uh, maybe the, the more commonplace version of that may be, hey, all of my lightweight orders, I know I can ship those out USPS at a really low price point. And then once I start to hit three pounds, maybe it makes sense for me to look at. FedEx or UPS so uh, yeah twofold I would say you know never just trust one provider with with all of your business Um, most have their own little area of expertise um, but with tools like this it's not any longer that you have to jump back and forth between you know UPS world ship and USPS click and ship or or going to the post office versus going to FedEx ship manager can have all of them in one easy to use place don't have to remember where the different things are in every different provider it works the exact same way you could with one click essentially hit select all print out 500 labels that were you know 200 ups 200 fedex and 100 usps if you wanted to that's where i see the the merchants that really kind of have it down pat they they use a tool like ours to start to do their homework start to see where each carrier is going to be best for them and then they just build it in where they don't even think about it they're not looking at order by order trying to see okay who's cheaper here who's cheaper there the right thing happens every time so that it's just set and uh you know it kind of again hidden cost, but uh, the extra time that, that you or, or your workers are spending on orders, you know, ultimately kind of goes into the bottom line cost of getting that order out the door as well. So cutting down on those two. Um, that being said, you know, there are built-in discounts in ShipStation as well. So the first time you logged in, if you don't have any relationships whatsoever with these carriers, a lot of merchants find it really useful to, to log in and see, you know, automatic discounts from USPS, UPS that are just there from the second you log in.
0: So I think the last thread that we just went through, you added a tremendous amount of value to the listeners. I never would have thought about automated rules for which carrier to use under conditions did not even cross my mind. So thank you for sharing that, Cody. So since you added so much value on that, I have to ask, do you have any other shipping advice?
1: <laughs> yeah, sure. Great question. I mean the uh and obviously I know this won't be as Amazon centric, but again, since we are most frequently working with multi-channel merchants who drive sales on Amazon and also have their, their other channels in place as well, uh, is that we just encourage merchants to, to think about shipping less as an afterthought or, or a utility and more of an extension of the, the user experience. So anyway, Amazon it's it's not necessarily gonna drive a, a repeat sale, but um, you know, for for your channels where you do have some exposure to the end customer, we definitely see a correlation between uh, a customer having a, a a good, not necessarily even a, a quick turnaround, but more a holistic experience uh, to where you know they they feel good uh, about the delivery process, about the communication, about the time frame, even about the unboxing. Uh, I think a lot of people uh, you know kind of gloss over that, they just stuff it in a box and get it there. But uh, we typically see the the merchants growing the fastest that are, are thinking about this holistically and. And invest in it as a, an extension of the, the customer experience, not just, okay, I captured the sale, stuff it in the box, and, uh, you know, it'll get there when it gets there. So, um, yeah, I, I would say, you know, kind of diversify who you're relying on to get these orders out the door and uh, build things in that can make it a, a really great experience for your customer without you necessarily having to spend more time per order.
0: Well, love it. Uh, Cody, you've added a lot of value on our podcast today. Last question for you. What's the last good book you you've read or are reading, and why should everybody else read it?
1: Oh man, put, put I'll you on the spot. Now, if I if, if I if I uh, if I just gave the one true answer, to the book that I just set down, I think I'd probably come across a little scary. I'm reading one called uh, "Chaos" about uh, the CIA and the the Manson saga in the '60s. Uh, that's been super interesting. Business-wise, uh, hard thing about hard things is the one that I uh, just wrapped up, and that was super interesting. Especially, you know, as you see a, a business grow and get to be along for the ride. Um, specifically, kind of the difference between peacetime business and wartime business. Um, these are definitely unprecedented times, so that was insightful for me to hear a little bit more about, uh, you know, kind of how to carry yourself and grow a business in crazy times like we find ourselves right now.
0: I bet those two books have a lot in common with the wartime business <laughs> and <laughs> doing your research and tracking things down. So, all right, Cody, uh, thank you for joining us. This is Cody from ship station. If you want to sign up for ShipStation, we'll have a link at the top of our podcast links and you can head over to shipstation.com. Thanks so much for joining.
1: Yeah, this is great, man. Thanks so much for having me.
0: All right. So that's the, uh, my Amazon guy podcast. We hope you, uh, Subscribe to our channel, and if you have, and if you're from the uh, ShipStation community watching us today, and you're wondering who my Amazon guy is, we are a 15-person agency out of the Atlanta, Georgia area, one-stop shop for all things Amazon. We can help you with everything from setting up Amazon, Etsy, Walmart, connecting your APIs with ShipStation, SEO, merchandising, PPC and advertising, designs in house, and everything else you could imagine. So check us out at myamazonguy.com. And subscribe to us for other important information about selling online. My name is Stephen Pope, and I am the founder of my Amazon guide.